Setting up yourselves for success is so critically important, no matter what industry you're in. But for today's guest, he has helped thousands upon thousands of his clients be able to set themselves up for sales success at a whole nother level. And today we're going to be diving into some of those strategies on getting clear on where you're going, what you're going after, and exactly how to make sure this is going to be the best year you've ever rocked. So you're going to love it. Joshua Smith is with us. Let's get right over to him. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Steven Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. Investors, have you grabbed your copy of the Passive Investor Playbook yet? If you haven't, I recommend you go pick up the ultimate guide to passive real estate investing at theinvestormindset.com slash passive. You can grab that in the show notes right down below as we've interviewed tons of the top experts and brought together all of the knowledge that we have on passive investing so that you can lay a foundation for yourself to make sure you're making the right decisions in your investing career. And you can grab that guide at theinvestormindset.com slash passive. I hope you'll take advantage of it. Let's get back to it. Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and real estate investing strategies to help you take your business and career to the next level. Today, I'm really excited. I've got Joshua Smith of GSD in the studio. How are you doing today, Josh? Hey, man, doing awesome, dude. Stoked and honored to be here, my friend. And I am, uh, I'm stoked to have you here as well. And for those of you who don't know, Joshua Smith is the owner and host of GSD Mode, the world's top real estate podcast, an Arizona realtor. He was voted the 30th top realtor in America by the Wall Street Journal and ranks in the top 1% of realtors worldwide. Joshua is also passionate about helping other realtors reach their full potential and mentors over a thousand real estate professionals across the US and Canada. So he is a real player when it comes to getting clear on what it is that you're going after and making that happen within your business. So definitely excited to dive in to some of those strategies today so that you as investors, you as uh, listeners are able to apply some of those things in your career and your business. You ready to get into things, Josh? Yeah, I'm ready, dude. Let's do it. All right. So starting off by actually looking back at it earlier in your life, what events or influences from your childhood shaped who you are today? Um, you know, dude, it, it's, well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things um, uh, that we could get into and go. And I was looking at some of the, the, the questions you asked of the guests. I'm like, man, this could be a book, dude. How much time do we have? You know, right. Um, you know, but at the core, dude, uh, uh, both of my parents are, are more courses, you know, right. They got divorced at a young age. Um, um, and I was able to, you know, experience, you know, live with both of them at different times of my childhood. And, uh, um, you know, my mom wasn't necessarily an entrepreneur. I mean, she was, she was a nurse, you know, but then outside of nursing was always cleaning homes, always had multiple jobs, grind, 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 go, go, go. And was kind of nonstop. And my dad, uh, the same way, man, my dad was an entrepreneur though, uh, uh, owned and operated gyms for over 30 years. Um, and, uh, you know, workhorse himself, but that also created a lot of you know, unique experiences for me uh, as a young kid. You know, I sort of had the ability to start working for my dad at 11 years old and, um, you know, kind of not just working for him and starting, you know, having a job as a kid, 
you know, but being seeing the back end of, of, of what a business looks like and seeing the struggles that entrepreneurs go through, as well as the, the successes, the good parts, the bad parts, you know, and then uh, uh, what really created my success journey, because to be honest with you, dude, in my teens and in my really early 20s, I, I somewhat despised you know, entrepreneurship and, and, you know, part of it was maybe because I saw my parents working so hard and I, I didn't see them as, as much as maybe I wanted to as a kid, you know, but I kind of despise that just work and grind all life. And I wanted to enjoy life. And I didn't want to go down that path. So I you know, was veering into a different path. And in my early twenties though, man, I got massively depressed, dude. And, uh, you know, to the point where just, suicidal thoughts, you know, all the way to the point where, you know, I planned out my suicide and then, and, and man, I'm you know drunk every day by noon and just going down a very toxic, bad path. And, you know, that really opened up my eyes to, um, uh, man, I got to figure out a different path, start seeking fulfillment. And as I decided to go on this success journey, that's what then ultimately led me back or not back in entrepreneurship. I was an entrepreneur before, but that's what led me in becoming an entrepreneur and, and doing what I now do today. Well, hugely. I mean, I can imagine coming from a background where you're seeing your family struggle and you're trying to figure out, well, how can I find a way out of this that's not going to be the same struggle? So you're turned off from entrepreneurship. But as you start getting recontrol of yourself, you get out of that state of being down and depressed. And many of us have been there. It's something that is terrible. And so I appreciate you being willing to share that openly because it's something that a lot of people are experienced at some point in their life. But the end point on that is that there is a path out of it. And that path has clearly led you to some serious success. And so I'm curious when, when as a top tier real estate team leader and coach, how do you look at planning the next year ahead? And how do you look at planning getting from that place of being in winter, that place of, man, I'm in a, I'm in a tough zone in my life to, I'm going to make some major changes this year and moving forward. Yeah. So, um, uh, and, and look, the first, the first thing is, let me kind of hit the winter thing first. I mean, we got to deal in realities and it's really important to deal in realities. You know, it's not going to be all sunshines and rainbows. And, and I'll tell you guys, man, I've overcome depression. I've overcome alcoholism. I've overcome some substance abuse. I've over, you know, I, I used to be, uh, uh, over hundred pounds heavier, you know, morbidly obese, overcame obesity. And I can tell you hands down creating successful businesses, was 10 times harder than any of those things, you know, right? Like, but that's also why I love it. It, it, it doesn't come without the challenges, but I don't look at these as necessarily, you know, challenges, man. It, it, business is like a science experiment, you know, right? Like I, I'm me, myself, my goals, my vision is the control. Then you have all these variables. And you're just always testing, man. You got ups and downs and there's, you know, but, but uh, most of my biggest leap and growth periods have come right after you know, those biggest struggle moments and, and, you know, those big winners, whatever you want to, however you frame that, you know, right. So just deal realities with it, man. And just, just know what you're signing up for, but be willing to push through it no matter what. And then when it comes to planning, and then this is very relevant just because of the time we're doing this podcast and, you know, I really think everybody's kind of going through this right now. Um, I just got done doing this myself. So the first thing that I do is I, I reflect deeply on the year before, you know, right. Um, okay. What were my goals leading into this year? Uh, uh, what, what goals did I accomplish? What, what, if they, if I didn't get them, you know, if I didn't accomplish those goals, okay, where did I fall short, you know, right. What needs to be changed? What needs to take place? And I want, I spend, you know, about half of my goal setting time for the, for the next year and deep reflection on 
the goals that I had for the previous year. Cause I need to know, man, what worked, what didn't work, what, 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 you know, what took my focus away, you know, right. Where did I win and, and so forth. And those lessons learned. Then from there, I spend an insane amount of time. And this is one of the most important things that I found and just not just business, but in life is to get extreme clarity on exactly what it is that you want, you know, right. So when I'm, I'm looking at this and, one of the biggest mistakes that I made early on in my business was, you know, I jumped into business really just to go out there and start making money. You know, I was sick and tired of being broke and I just wanted to start making money. So I jump into real estate. It was, I was, you know, I don't have a college degree. I was broke as a joke. It was the only thing I could afford to jump into. Didn't, you know, require startup costs. Um, but I just wanted to bank cash. Well, dude, I started making a lot of money right out of the gate and, and, and made more money than I had ever, you know, had, had thought I could make previously, you know, but uh, about four years into that journey, man, I was so burnt out. I was ready to walk away and quit, even though the money was amazing. You know, what I realized at that point is what you focus on is where you wind up, you know, right? So I was just chasing the money, which is, dude, money's great. I love money. But the mistake that I made is, and what I do now is I look at a business as this is a vehicle to go out there and allow me to live the lifestyle that I want to go out there and create. So I reverse engineer, okay, what is the life that I want to want to go out there and create for myself, for my family? You know, when I'm on my deathbed, when I reflect back over my whole entire life, how do I want that conversation to go? What are the things that I will regret? What are the things that I'll be proud of and so forth? You know, obviously I want to uh, minimize those regrets, you know, right? Um, but any, everything is, okay, this is where you're at right now. Here's the end game point. You know, I call the, that conversation on your deathbed, the ultimate scoreboard, you know, right? So how do I need that conversation to go for my life to overall be a win? Then from there, once I get clarity on that conversation, you know, right? Okay, let's reverse engineer it. What needs to happen in 2021 to get me one step closer to making that a reality? You know, right? So when I'm setting my 2021 goals and it's not just business goals, you know, I've got three young kids, I got, you know, married, health, health goals. So I'm creating goals and plans in each area of, of, um, of, of my life. But as I set those goals, you know, the first thing that I want to do is, is spend, I spend a lot of time on this, man. Sometimes it take, can take two weeks, three weeks, you know, right? As, as much time as it takes, but to make sure that those goals are, are, are what I truly want that are extremely important to me. Cause here, here's, here's why this is important, man. If you are not extremely clear on the reason of why that goal that you have is, is important to you and why it must become a reality, we will always succumb to the reasons of why not to do the work necessary to make those become a reality. You know, right? Like we gotta be willing to push this up. We gotta go through hell and back sometimes. We gotta, you know, put it to sacrifices and so forth. So you gotta have that extreme clarity. So the first thing again, get that clarity, make sure that these are the goals, right? That, that I do want to attack and I wanna go out there and put in the work and, and make the sacrifices and work my ass off for the next 12 months of my life to make a reality. Once I get clarity on that, um, to me, then that the rest is easy, you know, right? Um, then from there, it's just, okay, let me develop the, the exact plan to get me from where I'm at to there. And the cool thing is for most of us in business, it's not like we're Elon Musk trying to revolutionize interstellar space travel, you know, right? Like people have done what we are trying to do, you know, right? So I can go out there and usually pretty quickly uh, find the right roadmap, whether, whether that's, you know, through books, whether that's, through, you know, whatever, mentors, coaches, right? Um, uh, come up with the right plan, um, um, what that right strategy is. Once I have the plan and strategy, then it's okay, what supporting systems uh, do I need? What kind of environment do I, do I need to create to make this a reality? Who do I need in, in my team uh, or in my world to make this a reality? Um, and then lastly, from there, um, I start really breaking down and looking at habits. What are the habits I must adopt Right to be because because you don't you don't accomplish your goals you grow into your goals so what are the habits I must adopt 
in order to, to become the person that can make these goals a reality. Also, what habits do I need to break? Right. To, in order to, 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 you know, to, to again, become the person that is able to make these goals a reality. Um, uh, so once I put all that together and if you have a, an effective plan, right, an effective yearly plan, at least in my opinion, you should be able to then know on a yearly basis, everything that needs to happen in that 12 month period. Right. Then every single quarter, then every single month, then every single week, then every single day. So then I know every single day what I need to do from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed to go out there and win. Right. And, and, and don't get me wrong. There's course corrections along the way. There's things that we try that we're always testing. So that's why I'm you know, daily planning, daily reflection. So I can catch those early, you know, but it's that constant course correction, but I need to have that dedicated detail plan, right. To make sure that I'm running in the right direction to go out there and accomplish those goals. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it's such a beautiful representation of, exactly how simple it can be and how challenging it can be to really be able to get where you want to go because first it starts with that clarity and so you know when when you're looking at getting really 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 clear on why it's important i can come up with some reasons i know for myself but i want to hear from you why is that so important that you know exactly the purpose behind each of those goals? What might come up on a regular day-to-day -day basis that might throw you off of your plan if you don't have those? You know, so I'll give it, uh, I'll, I'll try to give a couple quick examples. So when I was a personal trainer, um, before I got into, uh, you know, real estate, and my entrepreneur journey, um, my clients that would for sure achieve their, their fitness goals were the ones that were extremely clear on their why. You know, right. So if I had somebody coming in saying, hey, I want to lose 15 pounds because, you know, I just want to look a little bit better for, for bikini season coming up. You know, it's kind of a coin toss in the air. But if I had that client come in that was like, hey, I just had my first grandchild. You know, now I'm, I'm in my 50s now. Um, my father died uh, about the same age that I'm at right now, prematurely of a heart attack. And, and their health, his health was about the same as mine is right now. And having my grandchild opened up my eyes and realized that can't be me. I need to, I need to be here. I want to see them grow up. I want, I want to create those memories and not, not only just to be able to watch them grow up. Like I want to be the fun grandpa, you know, right. I want to be able to run and play and go do cool stuff with them. And, and, and boom, now to the core, they've got this emotional deep core uh, uh, reason of why that's important to them. So what I'm telling them every single day, okay, here's the meal prep that you got to do. Here's the meals that you eat. I can't babysit you 24 seven, you know, and so when you come in the gym, like I'll create the plan. And when we're in the gym, you know, I'll walk you through what to do, but the 99% of this time, like this is on you, you know, right. Um, um, are they going to push through that? You know, right. Um, Cause dude, eating chicken breast and broccoli for every meal fucking sucks. You know, right. So um, are you willing to push through the suck? Right. So, um, um, and dude, look, you, you know how difficult business is, man. Like, you know, days that you know, I get up every single morning at 2.30 a.m. When that alarm goes off, I don't want to get up. I want to stay in bed. I want to, you know, whatever. But I get up every single morning at 2.30 a.m. I go on, a, you know, I do my hour of cardio. Then I do a stretching routine. Then I do my breath work. Like, I have a million reasons and excuses of why not to do that stuff. Oh, I'm tired. I'm beat down. Not feeling good. Uh, you know, I, oh, man, I got a sore throat this morning. Maybe I should chillax. You know, right. Um, and again, if you are not clear, crystal clear on that why, and if the why isn't deep enough to you, it's too easy to give in and to succumb to 
you know, all the excuses and reasons of why not to go out there and do that daily work. So um, uh, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but at least for me, um, that, that's really been the most important part because there's great goal setters. There's very few great goal achievers, right? Like you've got to become a great executor, man. You got, you got, you got to get the shit across the finish line. You can't just mentally masturbate on goals all day. You got to get out there and take action and take discipline. And you know, I know most of your, your, your podcast is around investing, well, dude, okay, well, I got to, let's just say as an example, go out there and work my ass off each and every day so I can create the revenue. Um, um, and then at the same time, be extremely disciplined with my own personal finances. So then that I can have that extra revenue to go out there and, and start building wealth, you know, right? And start investing and, and so forth. You know, I had a, a mentor of mine, this was early on in my journey, you know, at, look at me and tell me, he's like, you know the difference between me and you? I'm like, no, what? And he goes, I'm wealthy and you're trying to prove to the world that you're wealthy, you know, right? Um, uh, you know, I was, I was spending every penny that I had and buying a ton of stupid shit. And he goes, look, here, here, here's, here's how you get wealthy. Um, uh, you operate off of 20% of your income. So wherever you make, so if you make a hundred grand a year, you have 20% of that to live off of, right? Then you got 40%, uh, uh, you know, for your taxes, because usually by the time you can get to this level, you're at a higher income bracket. And then you have 40% to invest. And then that investment, you know, is for, for longer term wealth because that's how you get wealthy. But man, that takes so much sacrifice. It takes so much discipline and so much mental discipline because you can't play the keeping up with the Joneses game. You can't, you know, uh, uh, it, 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 it could be a mental, it's a, again, it's just a mental game, man. I don't want to say just a mental game, but um, uh, there's so many reasons. And it starts in the mind though, for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. Like without a doubt, it definitely starts in the mind. And, and what you're really doing is you're getting super, super clear ahead of time on all those reasons why this is an absolute must, because there's so many reasons why you should give up. There's so many reasons why you shouldn't do the things that, so you're really just getting ahead of yourself. You're just you're just stacking all those reasons up so that you're stronger the same way you're going to go have that discipline in the gym. And that's actually, it makes so much sense coming from a, uh, a background as a personal trainer that you would move into real estate with, with so much momentum, because what it does is it takes that discipline, deciding that you're going to eat this way, deciding that you're going to be uh, showing up in this kind of way. And that ends up playing extremely well into the real estate world and therefore into what has to come next. So when you're looking at advising people on engineering this plan down to a place where you know exactly what you need to do, when you need to do it, and you're tracking those numbers, you're tracking those KPIs, you're tracking the hours that you're spending, how do you recommend or how do you personally go about uh, determining what should be those key metrics, those key pieces to track? And then how do you put that into practice? Yeah, I mean, look, every every business is different. And today I, I own and operate six different companies and, and several outside of real estate as well. Um, uh, uh, just like as an example, in, in my real estate team, uh, what I track now is is really the company owner is vastly different than what I track as an agent or what my have my agents, you know, tracking. And obviously each position is different and and but that's gonna be vastly different than you know the KPIs I'm tracking in my consulting company and then it's vastly different than the KPIs we're tracking in, in my software company or my supplement company and so forth. But the you know, the important thing is, is to identify those KPIs because it can be, look, I'm, I'm a data freak. The path is in the math, man. And if anybody knows the disc, you know, I'm a 99D and a 98C, which is kind of an odd disc, but I'm a, you know, I, I, I mm. love data. I love systems, love processes. 
Um, so, so you, you know, you can o- overdo it, but in the beginning, like when I'm starting a new business, I'm tracking everything, you know, right. Cause I don't always know what I don't know. Um, um, but then I'm looking for those, those core key things. Like it is an example for, for, let's just say for a real estate agent that's in sales and, you know, right. The main things that I'm looking at for, you know, as a realtor is, um, okay. Number of leads that I'm acquiring per lead source. Like we want to segment out the lead sources, but number of leads, um, then per lead, again, this is per lead source. So number of leads, number of, of reach out. So let's just say dials, um, number of conversations, appointment set, appointment conductions, um, number of clients, um, and then number of closings, you know, right. And then we break it down per lead source. So we know what the conversion rates are per lead source and what the ROI is per lead source and so forth. You know, right. But then on, like once we start collecting that data and the cool thing is for like an agent that joins my team now today, you know, because I have 16 years of, of, of collected data, we're able to based on their level and their skill set, you know, put together a pretty damn accurate plan for them, even though we don't have their data. But on a daily basis, you know, right, like I, I want to for each position, at least uh, on my team and, and for each of, of my staff and so forth that I oversee, you know, I look for three main KPIs that I'm going to have them report to me every day. So like, what are the three biggest ones that lead to everything else? So like for my agents or what I recommend for an agent um, uh, is, okay, we're going to pay attention to uh, your number of reach outs, your number of conversations and your appointment set. If we hit those three KPI, like everything else just goes into place, you know, right. As long as we have, you know, they're following the processes that we have in place and so forth, you know, right. But then every day. So like when we go in there with their daily plan, we set our plan the day before, so when they wake up, they know exactly, okay, here's the amount of dials I got to hit. Here's the amount of conversations. Here's the amount of appointments set um, uh, each and every day. And that's what, you know, just an example we're paying attention to in, in you know, that role. Well, in that example, you can replicate into no matter what you're doing as a listener is taking that and understanding, well, what are those key actions that are going to go into getting you to that outcome that you're driving towards. So I really appreciate that. I know we're getting close to the end of time here. So what I want to understand before we part ways for the day is talk to me a little bit about the importance of mentorship, because I know you're somebody who's worked with a lot of mentors. You've worked with coaches, you work with other folks as well. uh, And I'd love to hear about the mindset, the way that you think about mentorship and how other people can follow in those same footsteps to have some of the same results you've had. Yeah, man, I, I love that you're bringing this up. You know, I, I, I know that this is an investor podcast and all of you listeners are either investors or, or want to strive to be an investor. And Steve and I are both, you know, avid investors ourselves. Um, but the most important investment, in my opinion, is in myself. You know, right, that's always going to come first. And over my entrepreneurial career, man, I've spent well over a million dollars. I spent about $200,000 each and every year in self-development. And when I say self-development, that includes consultants, coaches, courses, you know, and so forth. Um, uh, but it's massive, you know, like, look, you can either try to figure this path out on your own, you know, which, which can take forever, you know, right. Or it may never happen. Um, uh, the ultimate hack is to find a great mentor or a coach, right. Again, man, somebody else has done this, right. Uh, Um, um, so, so yeah, extremely important, ultimate hack. And, and, you know, is, is an entrepreneur to me, everything's speed, you know, right? how quickly can we execute? How quickly can we implement? Like we have to operate fast, especially in 2020, man, it's every year. This just magnifies the technology and competition. And man, it is all about speed, you know, right. Um, 
So I can't, I can't always take the time. You know, the first thing when I have a new skill set that I need to learn, you know, if I'm looking at a project or, or whatever, we're having an obstacle and it's okay. Okay. You know, what do we need to implement? What are the problems and obstacles in the way? And I identify a mid lacking skill set or so forth. You know, the first thing that I the question in my mind is, okay, who do I need to reach out to hire whatever um, to, to, you know, train me the skills that teach me this skill set or implement this, this, you know, thing for me. So the first question out of my mind, I'm not going to take the time and waste my damn time trying to figure that out. Cause it might take me months or years, you know, right. Or maybe never, it could be something I struggle with forever. Now what I've found, because you guys, you know, I talked about my, my, the investment that I've made in, you know, mentors, coaches, and so forth. Um, uh, and a lot of that has been a waste, you know, cause I didn't know how to identify a great coach, a great mentor or whatever. And this applies to all self-development The books that you read. Most people that get involved in self-development, it's a colossal waste of freaking time. They'd be just as good off binging, you know, uh, uh, you know, on Netflix, right? Uh, all my self-development needs to be solving a current specific problem that I am currently facing that will take me, my business, my life, whatever it's going to elevate me to the next level, right? So once I get crystal clear on that problem, on that obstacle, then from there, I want to then create a plan for the best way to solve that. Is that a book? Is it a great podcast like this where I can, you know, learn from others, right? Is that a, a, you know, a mentor or a coach or a consultant that I need to reach out to? Is it a training course? You know, right? So I'm looking at and identifying then the best way to solve that specific problem, right? And then if it does happen to be, whether it's a book, training course, coach, consultant, right? Then from there, I want to go out there and hire the best damn person that I possibly can afford that is proven to solve that specific problem, you know, right? So I want to vet them heavily. I mean, I spend more time researching the book and the author and getting clarity uh, that that's the right book and the right author to solve my problem. I do read in the damn book, you know, where I used to just rip through, you know, the whole, you know, top CEOs, read 50, you know, a book a week, whatever. I just ripped through all these books, but I wouldn't retain them. You know, right. You know, somebody would come over to my house, see my huge library. They'd start pointing out books and like, Oh, you read all these and start asking me questions about them. Like, dude, I read it three years ago. I don't fucking remember anything about it. You know, right. Like it, it was just, it was just wasted time. You know, right. So make sure that you are, are, are getting the right person, the right data, the right information to solve the right problem. And that's how um, uh, you have success or I've been able to create massive success, you know, through mentors, through coaches and so forth. Well, it's such a good example of intention that we talked about at the beginning about getting super clear. That is exactly what you're doing before you read that book. You've decided you've gotten clear that I'm going to spend all the time making sure that I got the right resource here and then I'm going to trust it. And then I'm going to move forward and I'm going to apply that in my life and my business. So thank you for sharing that. I think that's a huge takeaway. Sometimes people get stuck in, I'm going to listen to a million episodes of podcasts or I'm going to, you know, read a thousand books. But if you don't apply it, if you don't take the lessons that we're talking about here, then it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yep. 100% man. So this has been amazing. I definitely want to have you back for an even more deep dive into some of the amazing stuff that that you've been able to do in your career. But where can people find out more about you? Where can they get in touch? Yeah, man. Uh, and again, I appreciate it. this has been a huge honor, but if you guys, uh, you can either go to gsdmode.com, gsdmode.com, or just go onto YouTube and type in Joshua Smith or GSD mode. Um, uh, that'll take you to, uh, my kind of podcast hub. Uh, the podcast isn't real estate specific, um, uh, but it's a lot of uh, real estate professionals. We do have some investors on there and other entrepreneurs and just taking them through their journey as well. So, and then it's got all the contact info and everything there. So, 
Awesome. Well, it was super, super great having you here. Definitely take Joshua up on that. And uh, we look forward to the next time we get to have you on here and hang out. Yeah, it was an honor, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.